Hey guys, and welcome to The One Up Project. We're simplifying all things finance and lifestyle in a relaxed environment. It's all just a bit of fun, so be sure to keep listening and let the content be a catalyst for your own self-improvement. Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The One Up Project podcast. I'm here again with Kate Reddington, um, Sorted Website Lead, and we're going to talk about debt today, which I'm really excited about and I don't know how excited you can really get about debt but we're going to get into it and it will be good. So hi Kate, welcome again, how are you? Kia ora Sarah, I'm well, well nice to be back. Yeah, awesome, cool. Uh, so I guess maybe the first thing we'll jump into is what are the different kinds of debt that a person can have and how can we categorize our own debt I suppose? Sure, yeah. So debt, as we know, it's borrowing money from someone um, and most often you'll be paying for the privilege. <laughs> um, you can borrow money to buy a house in the form of a mortgage. Um, you can borrow from the government to fund your study as a student loan. And then there are a few other types um, of debt that we call consumer debt, so borrowing money for things. Um, and consumer debt tends to incur higher interest rates um, and can include things like credit cards and store cards, car loans, payday loans, um, anything anything like that. And I think um, when we're thinking about categorizing our own debt, it can help to think about debt in the context of growing your net worth. Um, so how much you're sort of worth at any one time. And I think that definitely, you know, sometimes we need to go into debt um, to improve our net wealth in the long run. Um, so for example, taking out a mortgage um, allows us to pay off this large asset over time. Um, which, you know, then builds our, our net worth over that time. Or study, for example, um, which more often than not, I think, has the, the ability to increase our potential for earning. Um, and even in some cases, things like a car, um, which might help us to get to work and help us move around a bit more efficiently. So these things are all sort of improving, you know, our outlook over the, over the long term for our future. And I think that, you know, on the other hand, some forms of debt are going to have the opposite effect. Um, so I mean we're paying extra for something that, you know, at the end of the day doesn't actually add to our net wealth. Um, so some examples of that are using debt to pay, pay for things like holidays. Um, and, and that sort of debt, it, it ends up taking much longer for us to pay back um, and ultimately costing, costing us a lot more than if we'd just saved that same amount prior to purchasing. And look, I'm using the term net wealth here. Um, it's a bit of a nod to the fact that sometimes, you know, we, we do buy things that might improve our well-being, and that's really important. And I'm definitely not saying don't do that. But I think it's important to think about making room in our budget for things like this um, instead of, you know, going into debt for them. So I think if we can avoid going into debt for things like that, then over the long term, will will fare much better. Mm, yeah, I completely agree. And it's it can be quite easy for us to get into debt, whether that is the debt that is going to help us expand our financial wealth in the future with a mortgage or bad debt. But what are the common ways that people can get into debt and how can we avoid the bad debt, I suppose? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, I remember, um, for me personally, so... I remember my bank giving me an interest-free overdraft when I was at school. I think it was yeah. about yeah. Did you did did you have that? 
I never got that, but all of my friends did. Yeah. So, yeah, I know. Yeah, and I think it was about a grand, which, you know, back then that was huge. Like, that was amazing. Um, but looking back in hindsight, I'm so mad that that was an option for me. And that was something that they just I – th- I, I don't even know if they asked me about it or if it just turned up on my account one day, but it was just there. And and what it kind of – what I've realized since then is that it, it meant that I felt comfortable in debt. And so that feeling of my bank balance sitting below zero was normalized at a very young age. And it mm. took me such a long time to to kind of change that mindset and actually feel, you know, like it's it's a, it's uncomfortable to be sitting below the zero. And I didn't I didn't realize at the time, but it really it really had affected me a lot. Um and you know when you're when you're living on credit, it's it's borrowed money. It's not actually your money, but you're living below the zero. So that's mm. sort of how we talk about it when you're sitting in overdraft or you're living, you know, you're running up your credit card every month. And I really, I don't know. I found for me particularly, there's this thing, and we we talked about this, I think, in, in some of the other um, conversations we had. But just on that mental health level, and mm. this low level of anxiety that you might not really recognize or, or realize it's a thing until that anxiety is removed. And, and for me, that sort of happened when I moved from, you know, going into that credit card debt every month at some point or having that, that overdraft. Like once, once you sort of get out of that habit and, and you're no longer doing it, it's just such an incredible feeling. Um, and look, you know, that's kind of my, my personal story of, of how I sort of got into that debt habit and that feeling of comfort in, in being, um, for being in debt. Um, and, and I think that's happened to a lot of people, but, but some other ways, you know, people go into debt for an emergency. Um, and we talked about that as well. So it could be an unexpected car expense, you know, an unexpected dentist bill or doctor bill or a new computer that you need for uni or work. Um, and I think that, you know, we can't really predict these things, but we can predict that they they will happen, <laughs> these emergencies. Um, and so I think, you know, one of the ways to avoid going into debt for these emergencies, um, and again, we talked about this heaps, but is just having that safety net. Um, yeah, I, it's just so important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And I like love what you're saying about not normalising being in debt because it can be so easy for us to get into it in the first place um and then in terms of like getting rid of it how well how can we avoid debt in the first place and then what should we be focusing on getting rid of first because I think there's a lot of talk about if we how we should prioritize getting rid of debt or if we should keep it if it's interest free and what do you think there yeah excellent um so a couple of questions there um so how do we, I mean avoiding getting into debt? I think I think like you say, like it's it's that attitude thing. It's um, the comfort with debt and um, normalizing not being in debt. I think is really important. Um, normalize saving for things. Um, that's that's a really man. That's so nerdy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it is, it is. It is so good, and it's the most satisfying thing. The difference between you know just chucking it on a credit card because you can, and actually you know waiting for for a couple of months and then getting it and how much better mm-hmm. that feels. Um, it's totally. Such a good feeling. It's the smugness factor, I think. 
it's like growing your own vegetables, you know, like it tastes so much better than from the supermarket. Yeah. And I think it's just, you know, being that that taste of being proud of yourself. But um in terms of, you know, which which debt um, to get rid of first, if, if you do have multiple debts on the go, um, there are a couple of ways of managing it. And I think, again, and we've talked about this a lot, you know, it really depends on your personality and your situation and what's going to work the best for you. Um, technically, the most efficient way to pay down debt fast is to start with a debt with the highest interest and and smash that first. So obviously you want to keep up your minimum payments for all your debts, if, again, if you have a couple. Um, but focusing on that high interest debt will, will save you the most on interest payments in the long run. But I think for some people um, it's it's a little bit harder to, to think about, particularly if that high interest debt is, is a pretty big one. Um, and maybe you've got a smaller one sitting there that you could actually smash out super fast. Um, and having the motivation of, of that small debt just being gone and being taken off your list of debts can be a really powerful motivator for, for cracking on to the next one. So um, the, the terms they, they use for these strategies are the avalanche, um, which is that first one paying down the highest interest debt first, or the debt snowball, which is starting with the smallest and, and building momentum that way. And I think, you know, regardless of which one you choose, um, once you've got your safety net in place, <laughs> throw everything you absolutely can at your debt um, to get rid of it um, when you can. And just, you know, that, again, just going back to that sense of well-being um, and, and not having that debt hanging over your head, um, it, it really changes the quality of your life, I think, and, and opens up capacity in your brain to think about other important things that you care about rather than having this um, this kind of money sort of pressure taking up mm. space. Yeah, you're exactly right. It does take up a lot of space in our mind and that can be, as we've spoken about, extremely stressful. Mm -hmm. And so how would we reduce those feelings of overwhelm and intimidation when it comes to managing our debt? Yeah, it can definitely feel a bit, overwhelming for sure um and you know um oh my gosh I haven't revisited this analogy for a while so apologies to the vegans but um how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time oh my god sorry that's so disgusting <laughs> but the point is um just start and, and take it step by step um I think as well if you have a strategy um that can that can really help as well um especially if you have a number of different debts in different places um, so it's, as I said earlier, you know, while you're meeting minimum payments for every debt, focus on one at a time to funnel as much as you can um, to getting that down as fast as possible. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it is hard, but, you know, next year you'll wish you started today and all of that. Like it's just um, mm. just step at a time. Um, and there's some really good – so there's the, the debt calculator on Sorted is, is quite a good one for – getting your head around um, where you're at and and sort of the term and what the repayments can look like. Um, there are also some really um, great calculators, uh, uh, spreadsheet-based, that give you a bit more flexibility and, uh, and allow you to um, experiment and look at, say, applying the Snowball debt payment strategy or applying the Avalanche strategy. And what those spreadsheets do um, is they sort of spit out a schedule um, and they really break it down for you and show you where you need to be paying and how much and, and when. 
Um, so things like that, I think, um, if you kind of have it written down, you've got it on paper and you can see exactly what you need to do in a step-by-step way that can sort of reduce those feelings of um, being a bit overwhelmed as well. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the other thing I'd recommend as well is talking to people who have actually managed it, um, who have who've made paying down their debt a priority and, you know, gotten rid of huge debts. Um, and I'm sure you've seen Dave Ramsey around and about. He's huge in the financial capability space based in America. Um, and he has this cool initiative he calls the debt-free scream. And so he talks to people regularly and talks them through paying down their debt as fast as possible. And then once they've paid off the debt, you know, as a family or a couple or as an individual, they do this debt-free scream. And it's just the most beautiful thing <laughs> to see. So I think being inspired by other people's stories as well, um, that, that can be a real helpful kind of way to, to look at it as well. Mm, yeah, definitely. And I think talking to people who have done it before you is um, a really good a really good one. And then just approaching it one bite at a time, like you say, and um, yeah, really trying to get it down in small steps. Because uh, it can be overwhelming, but I think instead of looking at the bigger picture all the time, it's good to just look at what's ahead of you. And then if you can see the small goals you're achieving, it'll make you feel more empowered as well. And then with paying it down something people always say is, well, I want to pay it down, but how do I do it quick? Are there any strategies we can do to reduce our debt faster than normal? Yeah, I mean, sure. And again, it's it's different. It's different for everyone. Um, and, you know, I sort of always default to that um, focusing on your well-being. And what I mean by that is a strategy for reducing debt faster, which sounds a bit counterintuitive. But things like um, having a list of fun things that you can do for free so it's sort of top of mind so you've got something to look forward to that you're not spending money on um Mm. telling your friends what's going on so that they can support you and you're not feeling pressured to you know go out for um for restaurant meal when you could maybe do it at home or something but just so everyone sort of is aware of, of of what you're what you're working towards um But, yeah, just finding sort of cheap or free alternatives to things that make you really happy, um, I think a really powerful way of of being able to free up some some extra cash that you you can funnel into it. Um, And another thing as well is is celebrating your wins. So, you know, if you have multiple debts and you pay one off, like absolutely celebrate it. It's it's really important to kind of keep that motivation up because otherwise it's just this ongoing uphill battle, I think. Um, Mm. On the other side of it, um, you know, you can take on a side hustle, sell things you don't need anymore, um, shop around for cheaper deals on your credit card balance, um, look at consolidating your debt. Um, Word of warning there, just be really careful that the ultimate goal there is is to pay it all down as quickly as possible and and, um, stay stay out of debt um, rather than using that as an opportunity to take on more. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Cut up your credit cards and store cards. Um, and another thing I think that can be really helpful as well is, is reduce the sort of unconscious spending triggers. So like unsubscribing from emails, um, unfollowing people on the Instagram, you know, if they're sort of promoting products and every time you go on there, you're just like, oh, maybe I need that in my life. Um, and just sort of put it, pushing pause on that for a little while while you're focusing on your debt. 
Um, and yeah, just going back to that um, that snow, snowball versus, versus avalanche. At the end of the day, the avalanche is the the sort of cheapest, fastest way to pay it down. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah. Those are probably the things I, I that come to mind. Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely, I I totally agree with you, and I think there's some awesome like little nuggets of info in there. And then when it comes to the common mistakes, I suppose. What what sort of mistakes do people make when trying to reduce their debt? Yeah, I think I think a really big one, um, and just coming back to it again, is is not having a safety net in place, so that you know you're focusing all your energy on paying down this debt, and then the emergency crops up that we talk about. You know, we don't know what it's going to be, but something will. Um, so I think that's that's a pretty sort of common error, um, which understandably um, people people face. Um, I think not having a budget that aligns to your spending habits um, and, and making sure that it really um, fits with your lifestyle as well. Um, I think another mistake as well is not getting support that's there. Um, so even, you know, you might be like, oh, I have these debts and, and I want to get out of them, but you might not feel like you're facing a real sort of hardship situation but regardless of your money situation even if you're doing okay um, but particularly if you're working to pay off debt talking to um, a financial mentor can be a really great place to start Um, Mm. and I'm not sure if we've talked about it much um, Sarah but the Money Talks helpline um, run by FinCap it's a a free helpline and they have um, financial mentors or money mentors um, there and they can talk you through your money situation and give you some really excellent advice and practical strategies um, mm. that regardless of where you're at with your money, I think that's an incredible free service um, that we have available. And I think it really sort of fits this nice gap between not knowing who to talk to about money and forking out for a financial advisor to talk about investing yeah. or some of these um, kind of these uh, money strategies that we might get into once we're feeling a bit more on top of our money but just getting on top of your budget getting on top of your debt I think the money talks helpline is a great place to start um, and so not doing that when there's an opportunity I think um, you know by all means make make use of that um, that free service um, what else what else um, I think again just not knowing what's important to you and what makes you happy um, really having a good idea of that, I think, um, it helps you to think twice about what you're spending your money on um, and therefore, of course, how fast we can pay down any debt we might have. Mm, yeah, definitely. Um, and I'm really glad that you touched on that Money Talks NZ because I always forget about that, but it is such an amazing service that um, more people need to normalise using, I suppose. Um, and uh with interest so interest is a big can play a big role in our debt so what is interest and how do we sort of avoid getting into this trap yeah of course so obviously interest is um is the the price for borrowing money um and I think sometimes particularly with um debts that drag on a bit you know we talk about compound interest being this incredibly powerful thing when you're saving or investing but um you know, 
and that's sorry, that's compound interest is when your interest is earning interest. I'm not I'm not sure if you guys have talked much about that. Um, yeah. But it's it's a great thing, <laughs> um, particularly over the long term. But unfortunately, it goes both ways. So um, particularly with high interest debt, things can really spiral out of control. Um, so I think if you do have to take on debt, um, look out for the lowest interest rate and pay it down as quickly as you can. And I think, you know, there are, there are alternatives. There are alternative um, providers with credit. Um, and so doing your research and making sure that you're, you're finding the best deal, I guess, um, if you have to take on that debt, um, just, yeah, the, the lowest interest rate is, is definitely what you're looking for. Mm, yeah, definitely. Um, and how can we pay down our debt but still feel like we're sort of living our lives? And I suppose this speaks to what you were speaking about earlier with knowing what we value and making sure that we still include things that are important to us in our day. Um, but do you have any ideas around that? Yeah, I think, um, as I said before, yeah, I, I, I think it's so important. Um, and I think making room in your budget for enjoying your life and the things you love is, is super key um, and whatever that looks like for you. Um, and just remembering your priorities as well. Um, and I think uh, your conversation with Frances Cook, she had some great suggestions on this around the spending diary um, and yeah. taking note of how you feel. And, and we talked about that, I think, um, last time as well. But I think it just really helps you to identify how you feel and, and what things do really make you feel good um, and, and what things that you could perhaps go without um, and perhaps, again, channel that money into your debt instead. Mm, yeah, completely agree. That's so awesome. And thank you so much again, Kate, for coming on. This has been so helpful and really appreciate your time. Oh, it's been such a privilege. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great chatting. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I really hope you were able to take something valuable away. Um, be sure to subscribe and keep up with the socials for further episodes at The One Up Project, and I'll catch you on the next one.